Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 440 for Tuesday, July 13th. Today on the show, Zach Lyons of the Football and Other F-Words podcast joins the show to try to explain to us the bizarre relationship Titans fans have with the so-called national media. I try to explain why it doesn't actually matter where people rank Ryan Tannehill, but we begin with some major news from the Nashville Predators. The 440 is brought to you by the Kingston Group, Nashville's award-winning, locally-owned custom home and remodeling firm. And they know that apprehension is a major part of big home buying and building decisions. And their goal is to remove all of that apprehension from the process. They want to make sure that you have all of your concerns eased at the front end of the process. They will have a budget laid out for you and they are going to deliver the product on time. That is what has made them successful in this market for over a decade. It's about transparency and it's about trust. BuildKG.com is the website. Check out their work. BuildKG.com. That's the Kingston Group. So before we get going on a lot of Titans talk today, I will give you what I will be watching on Tuesday. A little bit out of order this morning because I think the gravity of the situation likely calls for it. And that is the major Nashville Predators press conference scheduled for 11 a.m. Adam Vingan of The Athletic reported on Monday evening that the 11 a.m. press conference will involve Pecorine. And to me, therefore, that can mean only one of two things that he's signing an extension with the team to return next season as a backup to UC Soros, in which case you probably wouldn't call the press conference, or that the greatest player in franchise history is retiring. And if that is the case, I would imagine there won't be a single dry eye in the house. By the time you hear this pod, you will likely already know exactly what has happened, but if I had to take a guess, using some common sense, the most logical reason for a major press conference would be to allow Pecorine to officially say goodbye to Smashville. Pekka's current career stats are as follows, 683 career games, 666 starts, which is a little weird if you're into that sort of thing, 369 wins, which is 19th all-time in NHL history, a career save percentage of 917, 16th all-time in NHL history, and a career goals against average of 243, 22nd all-time in NHL history. He has started 89 playoff games, winning 45 of them. He would walk away as a borderline Hall of Fame goaltender, but easily the greatest player in Nashville Predators history and might be one of the best goalies of his generation, which generally is a good line of demarcation for Hall of Fame consideration. I don't know if he gets into the Hall. Honestly, my guess would be that he would not, but you cannot argue his Hall of Fame credentials off of the ice. I am not sure there is another athlete I have ever covered in nearly 20 years of doing this that I admire more than Pecorine. So like I said, not a dry eye in the house. So it's happening again, of course. ESPN releasing all of its list of top 10 players by position right in the middle of the deadest time of the summertime to piss everyone off and make sure that every radio host in the country has something to talk about because they can't come up with any of their own ideas. I've already bitched about this topic and this issue enough, but of course, Monday saw ESPN release its top 10 quarterbacks. I don't care about the list, and sure, there are lots of guilty parties in Nashville that all they did was bitch and moan and complain about the fact that Ryan Tannehill wasn't in the top 10. I don't care where Ryan Tannehill is ranked, and nor should you. It's irrelevant, it has no bearing on the season, and doesn't matter. So I don't care what your opinion is of where Ryan Tannehill is ranked. Here's what I do care about. The anonymous quote from an NFL coordinator about Ryan Tannehill, quote, he's solid, not elite, but incredibly efficient. You can win big with that, with the right supporting cast, end quote. 
okay, let's have a conversation about that. That's the information here. Whether or not he's better than Kyler Murray serves no purpose for us to discuss that. The question is, can you win a Super Bowl with Ryan Tannehill with the right supporting cast? And I think that's the fair thing to ask here. I think Ryan Tannehill largely has shown us exactly what he is. He's Joe Flacco. And if he goes on a really good run and plays really good football, like we've seen him do, with the right defense, then they think they're good enough to make a deep run. They've got the best offensive weapons. If the defense shows improvement and Ryan Tannehill plays his best football, a la Joe Flacco when he threw like 11 touchdowns and no interceptions and won all those games and they won a Super Bowl, then Ryan Tannehill's good enough to take this team to the promised land. That's the question that really matters here. Is Ryan Tannehill good enough to win a championship? And I think if everything else is working, the answer is absolutely. Yes, he absolutely can. The question has been, will be, and will always be, if great defensive coordinators in the NFL take away what your team does best, run the ball with Derrick Henry, can Ryan Tannehill put the team on his shoulders and win a championship? And so far, the answer over 10 years of an NFL career is no for Ryan Tannehill. I hope we get a chance to see it. I think we will get a chance to see it. But whether or not you think he's better or worse than Justin Herbert is irrelevant. Those aren't things that are real discussions. The real discussion is, is Ryan Tannehill good enough for this Titans team to get to the Super Bowl? And I think the answer is yes, if the team performs up to its standards across the board on offense and defense. That's the discussion. The discussion is about Ryan Tannehill. The discussion is not whether or not he's better or worse than Dak Prescott. It's a really irrelevant discussion that serves no purpose and gets us no closer to understanding if the Titans are going to win anything or not. So just stop it, okay? Just just stop it. Just cut it out right now. It's ridiculous. So I had some questions about the Tennessee Titans fan base and their reaction to the national media and the coverage that their team gets. So, of course, I turned to the voice of the Tennessee Titans fan base, which I mean as a compliment, Zach Lyons, one of the hosts on the Football and Other F-Words podcast from Broadway Sports Media. Zach, obviously Titans fans have a very bizarre relationship with sort of the quote-unquote national media, whatever you want to call that. And I'm just, I know that the Titans as a brand are not old enough and do not have a large enough fan base to draw attention from sort of the debate shows and the national media that wants clicks and traffic and ratings. Good, smart sports people nationally know how good the Titans are. Why do Titans fans think that like good, smart football people don't like their team? Well, I think it all stems from like an inferiority complex because let's be honest, when Adam Rank put out that this team was going to go three and 13 a couple of years ago, there are people that still to this day bring it up. And I get it. It was one of the stupidest things on on Twitter, right? I mean, it made no sense. There was really no true justification surrounding it. And and maybe he's not the smart person you're alluding to, but (laughs) At some point, you just got to let it go, and you need to worry about what you think about your team, and you need to worry about what the team thinks of its own team, the ownership thinks of its team. I mean, this this team thinks it's in the Super Bowl window, right? John Robinson thinks it's a Super Bowl window. I think it's in the Super Bowl window. Who cares if Dan Orlovsky, who doesn't even know which way is the correct way to throw the ball when he's you know in the end zone, who cares what he says, right? Who cares? Look, there's 32 quarterbacks, right? There's only so many quarterbacks that can get into the top 10. And when you really break it down, you don't know what everybody's criteria is. My criteria could be, and I would never use it, but quarterback wins. Or it could be yardage, 
Like who had the most yards? Maybe that's what I deem a, a, a good quarterback, a top 10 quarterback should be. We, we don't know. If I have to hear CPFF put out another tweet displaying the same four running backs asking this week, today it was who's the best pure runner of all these four running backs. Look, the best running backs there can run until proven otherwise. He, he's your, he's the, he's the heavyweight champion of running backs until someone comes and takes the crown away from him. And he, cause he's a back-to-back league leading rusher. He just broke 2000 yards. He's the best running back. I, I don't, I don't care about these PFF tweets. I don't care about these things because in the end I'm vain. So my opinion is the only <laughs> opinion that matters. Right. The, the idea that like Jeffrey Simmons I don't care where Jeffrey Simmons is ranked on an article. I do care that personnel of people in the NFL are terrified of him. <laughs> like, right. That's what I care about. And, and when it comes to Ryan Tannehill, what I care about is, is he good enough when defenses take away Derrick Henry and all the other pieces that this Titans offense have, is he good enough to carry you to the Super Bowl or win a game or two or go on a hot streak like Joe Flacco did to win a Super Bowl? We don't know the answer to that question because we, we haven't seen that that situation present itself yet. Yeah, I mean, I think there's an argument that could be made that we have seen him take over games when Derrick Henry hasn't been effective and stuff. So could it happen? Yeah. I mean, will it happen? Hopefully, we never really have to find out in Derrick Henry <laughs> and this team just makes it really easy, right? I mean, this team, the team, the way it's built now, it, it's a quarterback stream, right? You have two two outstanding wide receivers, and you have a really, really good number three wide receiver who could be a number two on most teams and Josh Reynolds. And you have the best one of the best running backs in the NFL and a really, really good offensive line. Like I'm looking at this quarterback, I'm looking at the head coach, and it's it's kind of a dream scenario when you look at the offensive side of the ball. For this team, I mean, it's for any quarterback. Any quarterback would come in and relish the opportunity to hand the ball off to Derrick Henry. Oh, you're going to stop Derrick Henry? Well, I'll go to A.J. Brown. Oh, you're bracketing coverage on A.J. Brown? I'll go to Julio Jones. Yeah. Oh, I guess I'll just sling it to Josh Reynolds, I guess, if, you know, for a touchdown. <laughs> I mean, like, it's just, it's, it's easy. It's an easy job. Well, I, I'm with you. I think the idea is all the changes on defense and all the weaponry on offense make it so that he does not have to be perfect and carry a team because very few people can actually do that. So, uh, Zach, always a pleasure, man. Never short on opinions. That's why I like talking to you. That's why I live. That's why I like listening to the podcast, football and other F words with yourself, Mr. Lebowski, Mike Herndon, of course, all on football and other F words out every single Tuesday from Broadway Sports Media. Always a pleasure, my friend. Nice talking to you. Hey, thank you. The 440 is brought to you by the Kingston Group. BuildKG.com is the website. Go take a look at their work. Whether it's a new garage or an outdoor space or uh, an entire new addition to your house, there are examples of their amazing work all over the website and the socials, so go check it out. They are Nashville's award-winning, locally-owned custom home and remodeling firm. Go to the website, BuildKG.com, and remember the name, the Kingston Group. Outside of the 11 a.m. Pecorine press conference, I, of course, will be watching the Major League Baseball All-Star Game at 6.30, wearing my Pete Alonzo jersey like the five-year-old child that I am. Anyway, thank you guys all for listening. We appreciate it. My name is Braden Gall. You can follow me on Twitter at Braden Gall, at 440 Sports on Twitter and Facebook. Rate, review, and subscribe. This, of course, has been the 440 for Tuesday, July 13th. The 440 is a production of 440 Media, written and produced by Braden Gall, music by William Tyler.